providing inspiration and community for women in business of Middle Tennessee. This is Powered by Her with Tiffany and partners at Harper's Rare Books and Collectibles. Owner Louis Matheny supports local artists and we are excited to announce Andrea Kruzka Photography is having her first ever art show. It starts on July 15th in the upstairs gallery of Harper's. Harper's Rare Books is a community supporter of local arts. Reach out to Louis if you're interested in featuring your art at Harper's. To learn more about Harper's Rare Books and Collectibles, head over to harpersrarebooks.com or check them out on Facebook. So excited about our new partnership with Brandon Parrish from Mortgage Investors Group. If you're looking for financing options for a new home purchase or even refinancing your current mortgage, call Brandon. I've worked with Brandon multiple times and he has answered all of my questions in the finance process. He is available to answer questions and make the overall process feel a little less confusing and easier. Brandon Parrish, NMLS number 869942. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 34391. Welcome to Power by Her. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry. If you want to know more about Power by Her, head over to PowerByHerCommunity.com. Today we have bloggers, content uh, creators from Hey Wanderer. Er, 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 er. Um, Casey Freeman and Savannah McNeil. Hello. Hi guys. Hello. Thanks for coming in today. So you guys um, have kind of created a buzz online. <laughs> okay. Sure. So what do you say that, well, how would you explain what Hey Wanderer is? Well, it started out, it started out as a blog for sure. We, I wanted to make stuff and sell it on Etsy and then. So this was like back in like early 2011 11. Yeah. Okay. yeah yeah I we would do like DIYs and crafts together we had I had a craft room in my house and she would come over and we would just make things and then we thought we should try to sell this always trying yeah. to think of a way to make money yeah I mean that's what it was based on was making money in some way yeah um so I thought you had to you needed to have a blog to promote that Etsy shop or whatever and, and that was kind of the way to do things in, in yeah. 2011 yes that yeah. was when Pinterest was really just blowing up and you could pin something and it could actually go viral fairly easily and that's that's what happened with the blog is it actually the blog ended up being more successful than Etsy and within the first six months we had several posts go viral on Pinterest so we we had a lot of traffic and then yeah then it would just started kind of went from from there and that's yeah. So what was the what was the first um, blog post that went viral that you guys did? Oh, well, the was, first one was the the Pinterest one, yes. Well, no, there was one before that. The the big big one was the my one, hair, Savannah's hair. We were testing out it. There was this pin that had gone viral on Pinterest, and it showed it was two different photos. It was showed someone um, they had braided their hair and straightened it, and then they took it out and it was supposed to, supposed to be wavy. really wavy yeah. and so yeah. we were like let's test that out actually I was like that Casey thought it was a not she was like this is dumb nobody wants to see this and I, uh, I took pictures like in the bathroom at night doing this thing and 
Um, yeah, it went viral and it, it doesn't really work like the, the pen showed you. Um, it does something to your hair, but anyway. So it's like the TikToker, there's uh, some TikTokers that like factor. Yeah, Basically, kind of yes, yeah, we did a series yeah. called Does Pinterest Know Everything? So oh, that was one okay. of those yeah. things that we did. Yeah, And it, I mean, it has like millions of page views. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Still for, to this day. So for people, you, you said that you were starting this out to make money. Um, for people who are just, you know, our common folks that are listening are like, okay, so you write a blog. So how do you make money? How do you make money? Yeah. yeah. There's a few different ways. Yeah. So you can make money on a blog through ads. So you can just set your blog up and have Google ads. Um, It's something that you have to go set up. It doesn't just pop up on your blog. Yeah, yeah, you have to set it up. And Google has to approve you. They usually like for you to have so many blog posts and see what your content's about. And then, um, but basically they put ads on your, it just kind of, it does auto go on there. Yes. And then um, every time someone looks at that ad or someone clicks on it, you can make money off of that. So that's one way, ads and then affiliate income. So if I link to something on Amazon and you were to, even if like you Like the straightener buy, I use, yeah, yeah, here's yeah, what yeah, I use. Yeah. So like products yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Products, yeah. Even if you don't buy that particular item, if, if my blog sends you to Amazon onto a big shopping spree, I earn a teeny tiny portion of whatever you yeah. buy at no you know extra cost to you. And then um, it can also be on affiliate income can happen on services and yes. just different things. Lots of even little companies can set up some sort of affiliate account with you and you can yeah. uh, make a little profit off yes. of selling things. Yeah. Like we sell these, these, there's these garden planters. If someone buys one from our link, we make a, mm-hmm. a little bit of that. And then uh, I guess lastly is like um, people will pay you to create content for them on your blog. So someone might, Lowe's, for example, mm-hmm. might contact us and say, hey, do this DIY project. We'll pay you, you know, this amount of money. We'll give you the supplies. And mm-hmm. So that would be the so other brand deals, brand deals, which also can go into social media, doing things on Instagram. Right, and, on Instagram. Yeah. So in 2011, you both had other income, other mm-hmm. jobs you were doing, and this was kind of like a side hustle for you guys. Yes, and you yes. Just thought, we're just trying to figure out how to make money off of that. Let's, we didn't know all these things in the right. beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know, back in the beginning, we hadn't we hadn't put ads on the on blog, our blog yet. So we didn't make any money off of those like viral, big big days viral that we had. Mm-hmm. We didn't make a dime off of it. We we ended up making money because from from brand deals. Yes. Um, and we still now we are monetized in that pl- that post still gets a lot of views to it's one of the most popular posts still. Yeah. So we do make a little bit of money off of just someone wa- looking at it. Yeah. yeah. I think something else that another way to make money is if you're selling um, your, own your own products and courses and that kind of stuff. That is. And have you guys yeah. ventured into that arena? Yes. Yes. And what mm-hmm. and what kind of courses? So you had another big hit more recently, of stock tank pools. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what are stock tank pools? A stock, t- a stock tank is the metal trough, or it can be plastic that cows drink water out of, or livestock, livestock in general, yeah. but I feel like cows is the most common thing. And we just installed a pool filter onto them so that you can use it as a pool. You can decorate it, you can put a deck around it, and it'll filter the water and be really clean and a uh, tiny little pool. And so these became, this kind of made it big and hit um, in like a bougie world. This wasn't like, yes. these were not farmers. <laughs> no, no, like, no. Hey, farmers me... totally 
this has been a thing, not the actual pool pump, but people will jump in uh, cattle troughs all the yeah, time. Yeah, and they just, just drain them or, or, yeah. just or they just swim in the cow yeah. water. Yeah. You know, yeah. people <laughs> just, to cool off, people will jump in them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you, yes. Do you guys have farm backgrounds, either of you? No. Mm -mm. Huh, no. Okay. I'm from the city. All. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're both from, we're both. I mean, if you ask me girl. when I lived in Texas, I lived, I lived in Dallas, not like country Texas. Um, what a stock tank was, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have either. Yeah. yeah. I saw it. I saw them back in like 2015. I just started seeing a couple of people having them, but nobody told you like, how do you use it as a pool? Like, what do you mm -hmm. do? So then everyone, I feel like did it more temporary. Yeah. It was, I set this up and did a photo shoot or had some friends over in like mm. Joshua tree, yes, I, Joshua tree. Mm -hmm. like out in the desert. And, um, I was like, Oh my gosh, I just thought they were so cool. And then when we moved into a new house for yourself, you thought that they were cool. Like this was just to have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when we, when we moved into the house that we lived in in Nashville, the last house we lived in Nashville, we had a pretty good backyard and, um, I was like, I, I gotta have one of these. And so we looked everywhere for how to set one up or what you have to do. And there was no information. And we actually had our landscaper set one up and he put like a pond pump or like a, it was waterfall, a waterfall pump, pump. Mm -hmm. which didn't really clean or do anything. It so just then, keeps the water moving. So mosquitoes don't breed yeah. in the water. And then the <clears> next year I was like, we, Savannah was like, we need to put a real pool pump on this. And that's when we did a video about it because I was like, there's no information. No one yeah. really knows about how to do this. Yeah. And so that yeah. Went... Casey doesn't remember this. She has told me, but we, <laughs> uh, there was just this moment that Casey said, we have to make a video about this. I think it's going to be huge. And that's really sucked my brain. She's like, I don't remember that happening, yeah. but, uh, that's why we made a video about it. And, yeah. and it did. we did and it on Hey Wanderer. So that was, you know, that's what we were always looking for is some kind of big idea that was going to kind of blow up. And, um, stock tank, the stock tank pool did, and okay. it actually has become its own thing now. And, you know, separate from Hey Wanderer. Yeah. So like that blog, that website, we do have ads and we, the stock tank pool blog, um, we have ads and we do blog posts, like a traditional blog. And then we also sell a guide that has like everything we know about stock tank pools, how to set them up, how to take care of them. And we're really one of like the only people that do that. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a super niche market, but. So know. what kept you going from 2011? You're doing hair tutorials and friendship bracelets and, you know, crafts. Mm -hmm. And what kept you going and, and, you know, you're getting little bits of income here and there. What kept you going to 2015 <laughs> where you're like, okay, now we're like, we can make some income off of this. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I feel like our answers might be different. Yeah. I, I've always been a very creative person and I, when I got out of college just could not really find any job that fit what I went to school for and I applied uh, art just okay. my degree is just in art yeah. like visual art like okay. painting and um, photography and those kind of things and I applied for so many jobs and I honestly hate working for people. <laughs> and so for me, it was kind of a necessity. I mean, I needed to make money, but I knew that the, like the corporate world isn't for me. Teaching isn't for me. There was a lot of things that I just did not love. And so for me, it was trying 
desperately to find another way than what was, you know, kind of paved out for me. Mm -hmm. So until recently, Casey, you've been working relatively recently, working as a nurse. Right. Um, and were you working Savannah during that time? Like what were your, was it just kind of odd jobs here and there? Yeah. Content creation kind I of was stuff? a, yes. So I was a server. I did a lot of weird little jobs. Like one time I gave out samples at Whole Foods. So, um, of spinach and dressing, Tessie Mays, if anybody knows about Tessie Mays, um, is when they only had like three dressings. Um, but I would do a lot of little things. And when we started, um, a clothing brand in the middle of all that, I actually, after we did a few shows, I quit working basically altogether and did the clothing full time. Cause so. when we started the blog, I was at nursing school. And so 2013 is when I started. Yeah. 2013. You probably didn't feel like, okay, I, let me, let me work for this degree and then let me just go exactly. full time into this other exactly. thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I worked as a nurse from 2013 to 2020 in 2020 in August, I was able uh, to quit and then just do mm -hmm. all of these things. And time. I think kind of towards the last couple of years before she quit, we had kind of said, how can we get Casey to also stop working in this be her full-time thing? And uh, stock tank pools is tank what pools. did that. Well, yeah. you, okay. We were really like, um, if, if you really looked at everything we've ever done, we're kind of a little bit all over the place. So <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like we throw stuff at a wall to see what sticks, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, the, and we just get, we just get bored. And, and so, Hey, Wanderer, if you, if you saw all the content on there, you'll see some years where we posted a lot. And then some years where there's like 12 posts for the whole year. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's just changed and it's been so many things, but it, I don't know, it's, it's, it started be kind of becoming our identity. We were always, that's like, it's always there. And then we make money off of the ad. So it's like, well, it's always going to be there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, we've been trying to, it's kind recently. of like a launching pad for, yeah. I mean, if you look at it, you say, oh, it's just stock tank pool. That's all that's launched. But we've launched a lot of things from Hey Wander, And this is the only thing that's really taken off as well as it has mm -hmm. so it's still hey wander's still there it's still what we do you know where did the name hey wander come from uh. <laughs> so we actually when we first started the blog was actually called oh so pretty the diaries because we did all the pretty things hair, nails yeah. hair you know this kind of yeah. things. and then <clears throat> i don't know we just thought that didn't really fit what we were doing anymore and then um I don't know. We were, we were, I was working actually. We were texting back and forth about names and I love the hymn, um, which name escapes me, but it's like, I'm prone to wander. And I was like, I just love that idea. And then Savannah's like, what about, Hey, wanderer? And I was like, Oh my gosh, I love it. And that's, that's it. Working. and you guys have done some like hiking that you'd like through oh, hiking yeah. that you done. You guys have just done like you, have kind of built the life that you want to build. Yeah. Because yeah. that's just the way, you know, life, life takes you. Recently yeah. <laughs> you've decided you were in Nashville for years and you've within the last year. Yeah. Yep. October of last year. Decided let's go live off the grid. <laughs> yeah. So yes. that, that's been a whole nother adventure for you. Yeah. Thing, which yeah. has launched 
which we have launched like a, a whole website about our blog and mm -hmm. say about living. I guess you say we're in the process, in the process of, launching. of launching. It it, it is exists, but, but yeah. we're working on we don't have building it out. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That came from accumulation of things. It's been like a, a lot of the things that you're talking about, like the hiking journey. Mm -hmm. Um, started out with gardening, we got chickens in Nashville, and then we didn't have those things anymore, we moved into a different house, and then we went back into gardening, and then got chickens, and then we took a trip for my birthday in 2020, where we were traveling in our camper van, and I think that just like kind of opened our eye, like we could live off, we could live off grid, you know? And then we actually, through a sponsorship deal, got a shed at our last house in Nashville. And we stood in it, and I was like, man, this is huge. Like, I could live in this, you know? Like, this, these are- It wasn't that work. big. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, it, was, it was like 12 by 16, it it's not- We were more thinking, like, you could turn this into an Airbnb. Yes, yes. And then, yeah, and then we were, starting in 2020 and 2021, we were, we were really looking at land. We knew we wanted more land. We knew we wanted a homestead. We knew yeah. we wanted it. We were already homesteading, but in an urban, smaller lot. Yeah. And we, knew we, we wanted, wanted the opportunity to be able to try to produce our own meat. And you yeah. just, we could not do that yeah. in the city. Yeah. And so we bought five acres of land in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Uh, we are like... There's a lot more stuff also I want to say. It's not just because we wanted to, you know, have meat chickens or anything. Yeah, I was yeah. like, there's a lot of things that helped that, you know, yeah, well, made us... Them. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, we just, we did not own the house that we lived in. Her parents mm -hmm. owned it and we rented from them. And we just were never going to be able to afford to own anything in Nashville. And that was kind of a big deal to yeah. us. Well, I, especially having, uh, being self-employed. Yes. Yeah, that, that makes it really, <laughs> mm -hmm. really hard. And we one time calculated how much money we spent on rent in the whole time that we had lived at that house, which we would not change it. That it was an awesome house and it was just like an investment for our parents. It was just, it worked out fine. But it was an astronomical number. And we thought <laughs> we should be putting this into something that is our own, like something that we can. Right. We also didn't want to get a 30-year mortgage. Because no. now I think Stop Tank Pool, we actually registered as an LLC. So now this this by this year, we would have enough tax returns for that business to probably get a, a, a mortgage. mortgage. But we really were like, I don't want to wait, and I don't want to be in a mortgage for 30 years. So... Yeah, that's that's kind of what led to the shed living in a shed. Yeah, um, but so you bought a property. You live in a shed. Mm -hmm. You had no electricity. Mm -hmm. no well, we had electricity. We have electricity. Through, we have a generator, and so a solar we don't have great electricity. Yeah, okay. we have solar generator and like a traditional generator. You lived in an RV for a little while. Yes. yes. It was a it was a small camper. Okay, so we're talking about all the craziness. Um, so you guys are best friends, and you just became best friends based on like starting the blog. Yeah, yeah. You just were like, like hey, let's interest. do yeah, mm -hmm. common interest. Let's do this together. You were serving together, is that mm -hmm. correct? Right. Yep. Um, and then um, so best friends sometimes don't not everything is like smooth sailing. It's, <laughs> you know, amazing. And I can't imagine living i don't know that i could imagine living with anyone in an rv mm -hmm. um, it was rough so how do you do live your lives run a business how do you 
do all the things together. And you guys mm -hmm. have been pretty open and candid about this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, how do you make it work? I don't know. We do. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> we fight a lot. Oh, yeah. We, do. we fight like sisters. We fight. We fight like sisters. Yeah. And you have some totally. boundaries, right? Like you have like this is. We're gonna talk it through. We're gonna. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, I heard somebody say to you, "What happens when the your friendship goes south?" And you're like, "That's not happening." Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, I think it's our friendship is very important to both of us, and I think that's something, maybe consciously or unconsciously, that we both made a point to be like, "We're going to work at this," right. and. Um, yeah, we have to communicate a lot. I mean, we hurt each other's feelings. We, but I, we get in arguments. We, I mean, we bicker like we bicker an old married couple or mm -hmm. something. But it's just, um, I don't know, like the desire to ma make sure that you keep this right. You know, yeah. that it's basically it's it's about it's, it's intentionality. You know, you're like, well, now we've been friends for. 11, 11 years. years yeah and so it's just kind of like I don't know like she you know she's she's a person and well in Casey you've talked a little bit about that intentionality of how important that is in all your relationships yes. in life is that at, at you know women in their 30s and 40s things aren't just gonna happen your relationships with people aren't just gonna fall into right. your lap um, your business partner relationships aren't just going to go smoothly, especially for women that have emotions that their feelings are going to get hurt. Um, and so what advice or pointers could you give people who maybe struggle sometimes, who have business partners that maybe aren't their best friend? And yeah. <laughs> I mean, communication, setting expectations up front. Um, I know when, when we have issues, it's, it's always, it always boils down to a lack of communication. Savannah thought, had one expectation, I had another, and it's like, oh wow, we would have just talked about this. So if you can communicate up front, and then you have to decide, like, what do I want this relationship to look like? And, uh, you know, you just have to kind of hold yourself to that standard, okay? Because I think the biggest problem today, and maybe it's always been, I don't know, but is people don't have conflict well. It's like yes, they, they fight, mm -hmm. they have an argument, and then they're embarrassed, and then they never, or they're, or they're uncomfortable, and they never address it. And they either sweep it under the rug, and then that tension still is building off of that, or they the, the friendship complete, or the relationship completely dissolves. And really, if you can have the courage to just have that conversation, I think if everyone is open and honest about it, it's amazing. You're yeah, so I like feel like I'm gonna tear up. Like that's, <laughs> that's such a good way to put it. I think you're so right in the fact. And I think, um, and I, I, I have spent some time with you guys, and um, I think both of you are very. You own who you are as well. You know, Savannah. I think you said, you know. Well, I'm more, you know, this way, this way. I'm not as um, emotional <laughs> about things. And, and I think that knowing yourself is part of that conflict. Yes. And, 100%. 100%. And, and being able yeah. to. Yeah. And I think the thing, the, the thing is, is people are scared of confrontation. And it, everyone, no one likes confrontation. Maybe there's a few people out there right. that like it. But it's uncomfortable for everyone. But you just, you know, decide well, if that's important enough to yeah, you. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the thing. I truly believe... 
um, in my relationships and I'm, I try and be pretty intentional. Somebody said to me the other day about my boss, oh, well, he doesn't like conflict. And it's like, well, I don't like conflict either, but I see that the value of, mm-hmm. right. of it's dealing necessary. with these things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause so, you have to decide is my, is this person worth more than my lack of wanting to deal with this conflict? You know? mm-hmm. Am I, would I rather just sit in my being uncomfortable and letting this relationship dissolve? Or do I want, is this person more important? in my discomfort. Where mm-hmm. do you think you guys got that? Have you always been raised kind of in those values or is this no. something you've developed <laughs> between the two of you over the last 11 years? Or was I, there a point where Hey yeah. Wanderer was gonna no um, longer no. be? I think, so my, my growing up, I think that this is common. It's just kind of, uh, you just keep everything to yourself. If your family has a problem, like nobody else knows about that. And uh, I, that was suffocating to me. And I don't, I didn't think, oh, I don't like this. Let me change this. But mm-hmm. it's just been a long, long journey to changing that and kind of figuring out who you are and how you operate and and the people that you love, how they operate and yeah. what, you know, how y'all work together. Yeah. I, I would say, I would say for me, it's, it's my, it's my faith. Um, cause I think God created us for community and God created us for relationships. And so that doesn't just happen. And, and so I think that just over maturing in that and growing up, cause I have definitely, certainly not always been great. I was like a, uh, I'm done with you, moving on kind of a person. And can't say that that's not a, a more natural reaction to me. It's not even about conflict. It's just like, I don't know, I, I can be detached sometimes. And um, so... I haven't seen that as much. Like, yeah. She's told me about this. So I'm like, that's definitely it's definitely pretty, changed. Yeah. yeah, it's changed a lot as I've gotten older. But um, yeah, so I just think values and, and faith and... And it's just something that's developed over time. Yeah. It takes a lot of work, I think. Yeah. And it's a lot of different things. It's, you know, thinking about other people, thinking about yourself, not always putting yourself first. Right. And working. I I mean, I think owning, you know, yourself and and the situations Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Being comfortable with yourself. Yes. What I have noticed every, as I've gotten older, is when, when relationships have gone south, now with my new sort of perspective on relationships is because the other person is uncomfortable with themselves. And when you are comfortable with yourself, that actually can be come across sometimes as intimidating, know, intimidating or, you know, yes, <laughs> I'm laughing. I, yes. I, I mean, I, I'm always like, I don't understand why I'm intimidating, but I think uh, yeah. it is, I, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I try and own the things that that I am what I am. Mm-hmm. I say yeah. I'm, I always say about myself, I'm fiery for the good and the bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you, I think, um, if you can know that about yourself and try not to allow your feelings to get hurt because you don't like everybody and therefore not everybody's going to like you, you know, yeah. and that's hard, but. So when you guys were growing up, we kind of touched on that a little bit. What did you think? What was like 10 year old Casey, 10 year old Savannah, mm-hmm. what were you going to do with your life? Oh, I don't know. I, I uh, was different, I feel like. <laughs> I, I more didn't understand 
the way life worked, basically. I, but the thing is, is that it makes sense now because I was always, I just thought this is what you do with your life and I didn't understand like who made those rules. Yeah. And so I just, I think I was confused a lot of the, just. Yes. I didn't I was, know young Savannah, but from the stories that she's told, it sounds like she was very mature for her age. At like <laughs> 10 years old, she was like, I get in trouble when I get on AOL and sit messenger and so I'm just not going to get on there anymore. She's like, I was older than 10. Yeah. But I think you're like 13 or maybe. something. I'm like, what 13-year-old what has that thought? Like, this gets yeah. me in trouble. I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't remember. Um, I can't remember what I wanted to be. But, I mean, I, who knows. Not this. I, I imagine you, think, in my head, are we're just more like, life is so fun. Yes. You're just I'm in the moment. And, Did yeah. you yes. think that you, like, were you interested in, like, off-grid? Absolutely like, not. A, fresh food and, like, living? No. no. I, no. In nature? I, no. I think my grandma had a garden. But, and I, I knew that, but that wasn't impactful on my yeah. life. And, and nobody, no, I mean, I, I lived in the city, so. Yeah. My mom... Yeah. She, did not, she did not have a green thumb. She did, wasn't Sally Homemaker. Like, she was always there. And, and, but I mean, she wasn't like that traditional, like, 50s mom, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, clothes, makeup, hair, all of that was super big deal and super important to me for many, many years. Like, I was crazy about makeup. And, um, and now 90% of the time, you don't wear makeup. Like ninety-eight percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that, yeah, and so, but really, it was like started out with camping, and then we did a backpacking trip, and that's kind of how I started becoming more earthy, and, and then like just gardening, and yeah. stuff well, outside. and just kind of um, your worldview, you know, just yeah. kind of, yeah. kind of thinking about your impact on the world. That's kind of that was a big part of. Um, just our thought process yeah. you know just kind yeah, of sure. where does my food come from that's always been a conversation yes. since we've been friends um and many all the different facets of your life that you don't think about mm -hmm. um we think about them a lot, a lot. <laughs> and so what do you think what's what's the next what's next for hey wanderer what's <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I guess I would say the off-grid homesteader. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we, because we are living off-grid and homesteading. So what does that mean for people who don't know what off-grid means? Okay. Okay, so. It's, it means different things for different people. And people kind of, yes. some people will give us a hard time because we have internet and they're like, that's not off-grid. Because some people in their mind, off-grid is like, you don't pay taxes. You don't have an address. You don't have an address. Mm -hmm. No one knows you exist. So like, you're literally like off the world right. grid. Like people couldn't find you if they right. wanted to right. find yeah. you. But traditionally, when most people are talking about it, they mean you are no, you're not hooked up to the electrical grid. Mm -hmm. So we, um, today actually are going to get, we're getting our solar, our full solar power system. And, um, so that's, that's how we'll get electricity. We get rainwater. That's how we, we collect rainwater. And what's the other thing? Um, what, how, what else do you need to learn? I guess, and we have a composting toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, but, yeah, so. You have an outdoor shower right now. Yeah. An outdoor shower yes. right now. Or yes. you, in, in the winter, you showered at the gym. Yes. Yes. 
So you have so those kind of things, but you have cell phone service where you're at and yes. internet yeah. and fiber optic. Yeah. Our internet yeah. is great. Yeah. Cell service not as much, but we do have cell phones and we have internet. Yeah. yeah. Um because we have to because we Cause you, our business is online. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So So we have chickens and in a in a garden and um you know, we might get. We more have animals. meat, chickens, yeah. Meat. But that. Do you, do you yeah. plan on building up like having a farm of sorts of like you know meat, chickens, and maybe even other... not for selling, but but for yourselves. But yeah, for, for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in July we get meat, chickens, which will, you know, we'll butcher in like September, which will be our first time ever doing that. So that'll be interesting. Um, and we may add other animals, but. Right now, we're, we're kind of like, super slow. let's finish our house yes, first. Because it is not, the inside is not finished. Yeah. So. And the house, like I think we might have mentioned this, is a shed yes. that you guys, and, and you're kind of just 100% DIY. You figured out how to cut windows into it and figured out how to <laughs> yes. build a porch and mm-hmm. figured yes. out, like, where do you figure out how to do the <laughs> internet? YouTube University. Yes, YouTube. But yeah. Yes. Yeah, YouTube everything. And we'll, we are actually trying to get someone to do our drywall right now. I know we could do it, but I really She is very anti doing do it. it. I, hanging it is one thing, but then the mudding and the taping, I'm just like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. The patience for things. Yeah. And we've talked about that too, of, of just that, the line of like, okay, is this worth my time yes. to do this or should I pay somebody to do this? Yes. And so yes. that's definitely something. We're definitely... Yeah totally fine with you know our shed was built by somebody else so we aren't trying to do everything with our own hands we are just trying to be able to afford what we're doing and, and right now this possibly is such a busy it. time too there's, yes there's so many like gardening things i have like 75 tomato plants that i need to plant in the ground yes you know? and we, then for stock to, it's the busiest stock tank pool yes. season yeah. so uh any help that we can afford would be is a yes great do you help. feel is it is is doing the things yourself when you do them is it for the sense of accomplishment is it just because yeah. you like learning things and doing things or I think it's a little, I mean, maybe i mean it's mostly i would mostly necessity. say no it's necessity yeah, yeah. yes i mean it's like what can we afford and it's usually oh we have to do it that's what you know because yeah. we don't have like a traditional home loan or anything mm-hmm. like that it's all like what money do we have um, yes. So we will, yes. you know. And I think that because we do it, it is interesting to learn how to do something. And I think because of stock tank pools and because of all of our DIYness, we have learned a lot of skills. And they actually, a lot of them cross over with stock yeah. tank pools. And uh, it's kind of wild, the, some of the stuff that we have learned. But, I mean, it's interesting. It's always nice to learn something new. Yeah. Am I going to build porches like for when people we, put, no. we installed our air conditioning unit oh, the, the mini split and that was very you were like whoa we did this yeah. yes you know? yeah it was because it was that was a big project and do one of you have more of that like you have to be like <laughs> i want to do i have to show the world i can do this uh-huh. like oh no well, no it's more that i have more, more brain a brain to out, figure yeah. things out mm-hmm. and i can do monotonous tasks, and Casey does not love I doing get very that. Yeah, yes. Which is, I follow orders. She just tells me <laughs> to hold something, and I'm like, I can do that. Which is mm-hmm. good, again, with business, is that mm-hmm. you need to know your strengths, your yeah, weaknesses, absolutely. and totally. kind of disperse yeah. those. We out, call her so. the idea girl, and then yeah. I try to figure out how to make it work, and then also yeah. be like, Are we gonna do this? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I'll just 
she's like, that's nice. Go on. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming in today. I mean, I feel like we could talk for another hour about all <laughs> totally. the things. Um, how can people find you if they want to find you on in general? Uh, on Instagram, we are Hey Wanderer, E R E R, and also Stock Tank Pool, not plural. And uh, we, our websites are HeyWanderer.com and StockTankPoolAuthority.com. And we put out a YouTube video oh, yes. every Sunday although there was not one up this past <laughs> Sunday, um, on our YouTube channel, Hey Wanderer, which is all about our off-grid life. Yes, it's actually just about our life, and that's what we're doing. So. <laughs> it's like a vlog. Of yeah, life. it's just a vlog, and sometimes yeah. educational, but mostly yes. vlogging. Yep. Well, good. Thank you guys so much for coming in. It was great having you here. If you want to know more about Powered by Her, head over to PoweredByHerCommunity.com. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure that you like, subscribe, follow, share with a friend, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to listen to Powered by Her. Thanks so much. Be sure to call Brandon Parrish at Mortgage Investors Group of Cookville. Brandon Parrish, NMLS number 869942. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 34391.